0: Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Thursday, February 20th. I'm Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. A new patent shows something that might be a new PlayStation VR controller with new hand tracking capabilities. GameStop continues to struggle. Biomutant is still being developed. And Persona 5 Scramble is out in Japan. Sony has patented what may be a new PSVR controller. Jamie Feltham over at Upload VR is reporting on a new patent recently filed by Sony that seems to be new tech for a new PlayStation VR controller. In recent weeks, Bloomberg reported on potential pricing for the upcoming PlayStation 5, and in that story, it said that a new PlayStation VR was also in development. That's all rumor for the moment based on Bloomberg's undisclosed sources, and as is typically the case with patents, this could be Sony just throwing the net wide for potential future plans, but the controller has a button layout reminiscent of the PlayStation Move controller, and it looks like it may also have individual finger sensors, not unlike Valve's Index VR controller, but that also may not be the case. In the Upload VR story, Feltham writes, it doesn't sound as if Sony has settled on a definitive means of tracking fingers, at least according to the patent. At one point, the text says that the sensor units could be configured by either an electrostatic sensor or an infrared sensor, as examples. All that said, this is, of course, just a patent and in no way an indication of the final design of a potential new motion controller for a potential PSVR 2, in fact, we've seen other patents from Sony for a similar product sporting an entirely different design. It's safe to say in general that the PSVR has has been a success for Sony. It wasn't the runaway success of something like the original Kinect, which, I don't know, somehow against all odds holds the Guinness record, or at least it held the record at one point for being the fastest selling consumer electronics device ever. PSVR didn't set records like that. But I think it's important to Sony's long-term plans for PlayStation 5. I don't think we will see a PSVR 2 when the PlayStation 5 launches, but I think we will see it eventually. And it might come with a controller like this. The future continues to look grim for GameStop. Both Polygon and IGN posted stories yesterday about the health of GameStop by looking at its current prospects and talking to a handful of employees and managers who are currently employed at the stores. They also spoke with some employees who recently left. Both of the articles are linked in the show notes and are they're definitely worth reading. They both paint grim pictures of what it's like to work in the stores today. Colin Campbell for Polygon quotes some of the employees he spoke to, writing, All the employees we spoke to said they were concerned about the future of the company. Most reported their customer numbers had decreased noticeably in the last year. I've seen a change in the sheer desperation the company has towards its profit margins, said one store manager with multiple years' experience at the company. The company is frantic and distrustful, said one assistant manager. You can feel it in every message they send. The structure is falling apart and they're scrambling. I think they'll close a 1,000 stores this year, said one former store manager with many years' retail experience. Logan Plant for IGN, similarly quoting employees, wrote, With so many changes happening within the company, most of the GameStop employees I spoke to said that morale at their stores is very low. Specifically, after last year's announcement regarding the store closures, many employees said they are worried about the future of their stores and their jobs. This worry has been exacerbated by a flippant attitude from the general public. We had customers come in every single day, several times a day, asking about it or worried we were closing, even rude people laughing about it, like people losing their jobs was a comedy. It was unnerving, said one employee. So if you're familiar with my personal history at all, you will know that I have a a complicated relationship with GameStop. I worked in the retail stores for about seven years through high school and college, and I know all about asking customers for reserves. And then I worked for Game Informer Magazine, which is owned by GameStop for eight years before getting unexpectedly laid off in August of last year. GameStop is in an undeniably difficult place right now, as the way people buy video games has changed drastically over the last decade. And GameStop just hasn't really done a great job of adapting or changing with the times, And it's easy to get frustrated with the company and its decisions, but I have no idea what it would need to do to turn things around uh, today. I know I don't want more people to lose their jobs, especially as a person who recently went through that, but it's also hard for me to root for GameStop considering my personal path with the company. And after reading these stories from Polygon and IGN with all these quotes from those who are currently working in the stores, it seems like they feel similarly. Of course, both of these stories represent, uh, you know, only a small portion of GameStop's employees. And only time will tell how the company fares in the future, but it definitely has some hurdles in front of it right now. Hasbro is bringing back the Tiger Electronics LCD handheld. On to some less cryptic news, Hasbro announced today that it is preparing to bring back the Tiger Electronics LCD handheld this fall. Andrew Webster at The Verge reported on Hasbro's announcement, writing, Hasbro is bringing back another 90s classic, the monochrome Tiger Electronics LCD handheld. Today, the company announced that it'll be releasing four new versions of the iconic handheld, which will launch this fall for $14.99 each. The first ones to release are going to be The Little Mermaid, Transformers Generation 2, X-Men Project X, and Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Which, hey, by the way, you can currently pre-order them at GameStop. But I guess they're not going to be wholesale recreations of the original versions. Hasbro says they're going to be inspired by the original versions. And Webster over at The Verge confirms that they will take two AA batteries, which will not be included. I definitely remember these things. I had a Batman Returns one that involved controlling the Batmobile. And I also had a Star Trek The Next Generation one that, if I remember correctly i think it involved firing phasers at klingons from waist-high cover you know like years maybe even decades before kill switch and gears of war popularized that as a popular gameplay mechanic i i also distinctly remember them being quickly cast aside the second a game boy entered our household if they do the batman returns one i may, I may have to go pick it up i have a lot of nostalgia for that Developer Experiment 101 promises that Biomutant is still in development. Biomutant is the kind of really exciting and interesting game that we just don't see much anymore. It's a big, huge action RPG based around a completely original property from a completely unproven developer. And it looks awesome. You play as a customizable little furry creature. A lot of the promotional art for the game makes the protagonist look like a fox And then you explore a large open world, changing your biology to execute different attacks. It just looks unlike anything I've seen in a while. The game has been in development for some time without a release date, and developer Experiment 101 recently offered a small update on development progress with a tweet that reads, We know many of you are wondering if the game is still in development. Let us assure you that we've never been working harder and more focused on it than now. We are doing everything we can to make this the best game all of us have ever worked on and that it will be as entertaining and great as we can possibly make it. We can only hope for your continued support and patience as we complete the final stages of its development. As some of you might understand or know, the work involved in finishing a game is long, challenging, and unpredictable. The sheer magnitude, size, and length of Biomutant adds to said effort. We will share the release date as soon as everyone at our studio feels confident about that date and that the game is ready for it. Again, thank you for your understanding and for your continued support and enthusiasm for the game. I have high hopes for Biomutant and am definitely in the boat of take your time, try and make it great. I will play it when it's all done. The game is being published by THQ Nordic and I imagine that uh, they probably would like For the game to have a finish line that is sooner rather than later. But as the toy repairman said in Toy Story 2, a film that was famously pushed through production at a breakneck pace, you can't rush art. Okay, it's time to commit. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery. Dangerous Driving 2 is coming near the end of 2020. This is just a quick game announcement story, but Three Fields Entertainment announced recently that Dangerous Driving is getting a sequel and it will be coming to Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Switch later this year. Developer Three Fields Entertainment is led by Alex Ward, who created the Burnout series, and the Dangerous Driving series attempts to emulate some of the intense driving and crashing from that series. First game had mixed reviews, but I'm hopeful for the sequel. I'm still waiting for that that true burnout spiritual successor. Here are the games that came out today. Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is out today for Nintendo Switch. Among Devil May Cry fans, I think Devil May Cry 3 is generally considered the apex of the series. It's certainly the hardest in the series. Devil May Cry 1 and 2 both released for the Switch in recent months, but 3 is the one I think most were really holding out for. The Switch port of the game is the enhanced re-release that includes Dante's brother, Virgil, as a playable character. And it has turbo mode that speeds up the game by about 20%. And then there's also a number of other like little additions that are included in the uh, the special edition. The big addition, however, for the Switch version of the game is the inclusion of a limited co-op mode that will allow two players to take on the Bloody Palace together with one player as Dante and one as Virgil. Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler Bundle is also out today for Switch and PlayStation 4. This is a collection of Double Dragon and Kunio Kun games, the latter of which is a series that never came to North America. And the title, according to Wikipedia anyway, roughly translates to Hot Blood Tough Guy Kunio. There are 18 games in total in the bundle, and 11 of those games have never been released in North America. Feel free to go ahead and draft a message to me with a correction if I get this name wrong. Undernight in Birth, EXE, colon, late, and then brackets, CL, hyphen R, close brackets, is out today, which is a re release of Undernight in Birth, which is a visual novel fighting game from Arc System Works, the developer behind the Guilty Gear series, and perhaps most notably Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It has gotten a handful of re-releases since its very first appearance in arcades in 2012, but this is the first time it is on Switch. It's also on PS4 today as well. Persona 5 Scramble is out in Japan today, which is a Dynasty Warriors-style game based on Persona 5. The game, unfortunately, does not have a North American release date. The latest trailer for the game did this weird thing where it presented the Persona 5 logo, and there was a big number 2 next to it, but then an S, S for scramble, flew in and knocked the two away. It's almost like it was teasing that this is kind of a sequel to Persona 5, which wouldn't be out of character for Atlas. The Persona 4 music rhythm game, Persona 4 Dancing All Night, was basically a sequel to Persona 4. And the fighting game, Arena and Arena Ultimax, featured some, some light story picking up where some past Persona games had left off. So if you want to see what's next for the Persona 5 crew in terms of story, you might just need to play Persona 5 Scramble. That's it for the Gaming Ride Home podcast today, which as of this episode is now an officially announced thing that is live on the internet for everyone. The previous episodes, I was kind of creating in a vacuum so that we can make sure that when the show truly launched, there would be a backlog of a few episodes sitting in the queue, you know, to prove that this wasn't just a one-off thing. This is a daily thing. I really appreciate all the various tweets and everything from everyone who says they plan on listening. Thank you so much. And hey, now that you're listening, you can give me your feedback. I want this show to shift and grow and change. So let me know what kind of stuff you want to hear about on a daily basis. Do you want to know game prices when I run down what came out today? Do you want full-on game reviews? Feel free to tweet at me, at Kyle M. Hilliard, or you can send me a DM there. My DMs are open. My email address for the show is kyle at ridehome.info if you want to reach out to me there. And if you just can't get enough of me, I am streaming Metroid Prime a few times a week at twitch.tv slash Kyle Impersonator. And you can also hear me participate in long form video game discussions over at MinMax. That's MinMax with two N's. Thanks to Brian McCullough and James Welsh for everything related to the show. And thanks to Joel Moore, who made all the music for the Gaming Ride Home podcast. Also, I said this uh, yesterday too, but apologies if the audio sounds a little different than the first episodes. I'm traveling at the moment and not recording with my typical setup, but I will be back in my little at-home recording booth for the next episode. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow, which will include a whole bunch of new Animal Crossing details, so look forward to that. One, two...